Blog Talk Hi. Radio. Hi, Kat Palmer here. Adam Tajdin here. How are you guys doing? Um, today. I can move you from the camera. I, you feel me? Okay, sit forward a little bit more. I feel like you're. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Adam invited me to be on his show today. Yep, Ultra Life, the show about business, lifestyle, and relationship. We're going to be talking about having a successful relationship and adding romance. And Kat's one of the only people I know in a successful relationship, so I asked her to be on today. Yeah, I am in a successful relationship. Um, It took me long enough to figure it out. So, yeah. So we're going to go over the keys of having a successful relationship. So what's the first thing you'd say? Um, I have have two things before you even get into a relationship. So um, it really starts when you're single. And one is knowing what you want making a list and knowing what you want. And sometimes you have to have been with people long enough. Um, are you even in the frame, by the way? Because I, like, I feel like all the, the, the words and jokes. Like so, maybe. Do you, think you're, do you think you're in the frame? I am now, for sure. Okay, perfect. Okay, because I just I don't want to go You're Chris, up to me? Not kick my... <laughs> um, so the first thing you is... You can say ass. Oh, can we? Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, ass is like PG. Can we say like the F word? I think you can say fuck. Really? Okay. So, um, so anyway, um, oh, hold on. Are they? What does it say? You're both in the frame, and you are just. Oh, we're sideways. Oh no, we're sideways. (laughs) I'm glad. Thank you, Rachel Scaifley. Oh my God, how funny is that? Okay, so. Now, okay, we we're, using, we're using her phone today for the live Facebook feed and mine for the uh, blog talk radio Yeah, feed. and obviously I'm, switch, so new, here we go. I'm new to this. Yeah. So. so knowing what you want. Okay, so knowing what you want, right? Make a list. Know what you want. And sometimes you have to be in relationships that didn't work for you um, to know what you don't want. And so make a very detailed list of what you want, what you want in that person that's important to you. Um, and... Manifest that. Manifest that person. Um, both Chris and I had lists um, of who we wanted to be with in life. I feel like this is so overexposed. But um, and then the second part is loving yourself. Being. That's what it really looks like. You're not. You're Egyptian. <laughs> oh, you don't tell people that. People like Oh. Oh no. No, not, people on my feet are not that racist. <laughs> um. So this, the second part is loving yourself, dating yourself, being okay, being single, um, not settling. Because if you don't, if you don't love yourself, um, you know, you're going to settle. If you have low self-esteem, if you don't feel good about yourself, then you're not going to be trying to go out there to have somebody that honors you and knows how to treat you. So those are two things that before you even start dating, the, know what you want and love yourself. And loving yourself means love yourself right now as you are, and you're perfect as you are. You know, something I came to realize is that everything is imperfect. The sun is imperfect. A flower can be imperfect. That is part of perfection, is the, loving the imperfection of who you are just through individuality. So love yourself now. You don't have to get to a certain place. You don't have to okay. work out. You don't have to lose weight, make more money, blah, 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 drive in a Audi instead of a Honda. Oh, I have a really shitty car. Yeah. Whatever it is for you. 
go for it just as you are. Yeah. So those, so those two things to having a successful relationship I feel like are important before you even get in a relationship. Um, and then our next one is don't try to fit a square into a circle. Um, you don't need to force something. You don't need to make it work. If it's not working, if the two of you are not compatible, it's okay to part ways. It's okay. It's okay. That doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. Um, it's okay to thank them for their time and move on. Unless you have children with this person, there is no reason, there's no obligation to make something work. If it's not working, it's okay to thank them for their time and move on. Because honestly, if, if it fits, if it's a circle going into a circle and it fits, it should feel good. It should feel right. You, should, um, you shouldn't be having to fight to make something work. It should feel natural. So I would... You know, one thing I'd say to that is that I can't speak to being in a successful relationship because I'm not in one. Mm-hmm. I'm single. Mm-hmm. I'm single. He's single, ladies. <laughs> but uh, look who, if you're talking to friends or whatever, look what they're in. See if they're actually really in a happy, successful relationship. Are they happy? That's why I asked Kat to be on here. Chris and Kat are happy. Uh, I wish they, he was here. Uh, they make it. They make an effort. They work on it. They love each other. It's obvious when you hang out with them or you watch their Facebook. Their Facebook stuff is real as Cat is, and as real as what their relationship is. And that's why I've, I've gone to be your friend. We're pretty well, because thank you're you. real. Well, you're thank great. you. Yeah, I person. feel. I feel like Chris and I definitely fit, and so oh, it's giving me a thing. Okay, sorry. Um. Yeah, so I would say that that would that'd be the next one. I'm really hating this overexposure, but we're just going to have to deal with it. Um, so the, the next one is, I feel like it's obvious. It's communication, talking to your partner, um, letting them know your needs, letting them know how you feel about them, um, just just having an open dialogue. If, if you're with somebody that you don't feel comfortable with or you feel like you have to walk on eggshells, that's a problem. And I know a lot of men get in these situations where they're with their partners and they feel like they have to walk around in eggshells around these women. And you should feel like you can just talk to your partner. Um, and, yeah, so I would, I would say that that's huge. Um, um, yeah, I mean, again, I'm not in a successful relationship, but uh, communication is huge. What I've seen is that guys will get into their – it's all, it's all pale everywhere we go. I know. I'm like, um, how do we make can this? Can, can you hold it and like, make it so it's not? Oh, my gosh. It's less pale. Here we go. We'll just have to sit like so, this. Okay. There we go. That's what we should have uh, done. That's what we should have done. Right. Okay. So, uh, I can't hold this. Really? You like work out all the time. I do, but it's not like a thing I I'm going to hold this way for a while to get my hair um, So Amy Albert has a question for us, so if we can finally see the question. Um, how, do you, how do you or would you handle constant negative um, negativity from your male partner? Um, Drink? No. Uh, I'm just kidding. Find out where that negativity is coming from. Um, personally, I would walk away if I could. If I wasn't married to the person or, you know, if they were just a negative Nelly, I wouldn't stay with a negative Nelly. But um, if it's something you do want to work on um, and talking to him isn't working, maybe he needs to get some professional help and figure out where, where that um, negativity is coming from. You know, this might help, actually. What I was going to say earlier was that what I've noticed is guys, stubborn, they get 
I'm the guy, and I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to be just a dick, sit on the couch, watch TV, whatever it is. And buggy. They want to be their ego because they feel they lose power if they um, become vulnerable or do as you say or whatnot. And then women, in my experience, they're emotional and they make, you know, right? I know who I'm sitting with. They get emotional and they, not, uh, not they kind of, yeah, and I said, and I said, well, um, with guys too, yeah. is they'll move through um, emotions and make things that aren't as important maybe to the guy more important and then you have this clash. You yeah. agree on the clash, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, like she said, see what's getting at him. It's not, it's something else. What's the deep, root? What's the root deeper. of it? And I don't even say deeper, like something in his past that's happened, not even something that's happened to you. It's never about you. It's yeah. something that happened to you or them way before he ever met you. Yeah, so I, Amy, I would advise having him, if, he, if he'd be willing and open to it, because I know not everybody is, um, getting some professional help. Um, I, I should know your situation, but I don't, Amy. I know I know you. Um, I think I know you in your life. I think you want to Greg's Um But, yeah, so good luck with that. Hopefully that answered your question. So the next thing is sexual compatibility. Yeah, sexual compatibility is huge. Um, okay. Oh, he's putting it. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> so I can hold it. Sexual compatibility is huge. Um, you need to know that. You need to know what each other's sex drives are, uh, if you guys are okay, you know, do they like things kinkier, do they like to play things vanilla safe, and so it's, it's important to know. It works for you, too. Right, exactly. So compatibility is huge for me. I am, um, yeah, I have to be with somebody I'm compatible with, and actually Chris is, he's the first person on all levels I'm compatible with. I've had, I've had great partners in the past, but maybe we were compatible in this area, but not not all areas watch my phone die while we're doing this. That's because I just right? Um, yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, so, yeah, so finding out sexual compatibility is huge. I don't believe in waiting for marriage until for sex. I feel like it's too important of an issue and that's something that needs to be figured out sooner than later. So, so but you're saying sexual compatibility meaning it doesn't have to be a perfect match. Um, it has to be compatible. Right. And you said what he likes could be vanilla, mm-hmm. kinky. It just needs to be, yeah. Right, and so as as long as you've got that, it goes back to communication and talking about things. And even though Chris and I have a fantastic sex life, um, even though we have a fantastic sex life, we still check in with each other. You know, I'll still check in with him and talk with him about things to make sure we're we're good. And so, no, after, always after. Well, we, not 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 even immediately after. I'm talking like not in the throes of passion, but just having an open conversation about that. So, yeah. So sexual compatibility is. Let's go to the map. Yeah, let's go to the map. Love language. Yeah, I think that that's huge. Um, there's no. You're all over the place. There's. Um, there's no one thing we could say you need to do this, this, and this, right? Because everybody's different when it comes to romance. So you need to know your partner's love language. You need to know uh, what it is that they like. Because for some people, it's going to be gifts. For other people, it's going to be touch. For other people, it's going to be words of affirmation. And so you need to know um, what the love language is of your partner. Um, it's a simple, you can like Google it, take a test, have you and your partner take the test, and find that out. But that's, that's been huge for me 
um, in my relationship with Chris is knowing knowing what our love language is. If they don't know, you can find out what she's talking about. That's super easy to find out, yeah. Um, and so another thing is celebrating your partner, um, finding ways to celebrate them, um, planning dates. You don't have to have a lot of money to do this either. I mean, you can have a picnic and go to the park, go on a walk, rub their feet, draw a bubble bath. I mean, you can – there's so many things you can do. You can celebrate them by doing, mm-hmm. doing sweet things for your partner. Candles flowers, a flower, you know, you don't have to go and break the bank. You don't spend a hundred bucks on flowers. You can spend three dollars. But when you can bring chocolate home. Um, but definitely knowing your partner, that's super important. Um, so you know what to bring them, what to do for them, right? right? Yeah, for Father's Day, I went above and beyond for Chris because I wanted to celebrate him as a dad. He has four kids. And um, I think oftentimes it feels like holidays are made around women and for men to have to live up to the expectations. And I don't think that's fair. I think that women should be planning things for men as well and celebrating them just as much, if not more. So, right. Well, thank you, Kat. That's all the time we have. That's all the time we have. But, uh, I know. Will be your business? Um, sure. You can check me out, Kat Palmer Photography. Um, uh, sorry, katpalmer.com. My gosh, I don't even know my website. Katpalmer.com. I've got some fall specials coming up. So um, feel free to head over to my website and check it out. And if you're looking for health coaching, health coaching wellness, exercise, uh, peace of mind, you can IM me, you can call me, uh, my number's on the, right on my page, and, uh, or just uh, send me an instant message. I also have a line of products you can try, ultraperform.com. And I promise we'll get better at these. So we were all over the place and washed out. And- oh, yeah. When will you be on again? 17? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, and I might be able to fit you into, if you can come to my house like this, um, next week as well. So. Okay, we'll check that out. Be looking for Kat Palmer on here again. Ultra Life, the show about lifestyle, business, and relationships. See ya. Bye. Bye. All right, thank you guys for listening. Have a great day and a wonderful life. You were created to succeed. Go forth and set the pace.